Hey everybody, welcome to Bearded Baker Banter, the sports podcast. And boy, do we have a championship weekend episode for you. Welcome Trent, welcome Trey. How's it going, fellas? Hello, hello. Good to be back. Yes. Well, listen, we got some breaking news. All right, Bearded Baker Banter broke first. The Jim Harbaugh news going to the L.A. Chargers. All right, I don't know if you heard it. On January 23rd at 5.57 in the afternoon, Bearded Baker Banter put out a post on X saying that Jim Harbaugh is finalizing his deal and will become the Chargers coach. Heard it here first. Yes, and you know what, Tyler? Like you, you put that out there. We all put it out there. You, you, we made a leap of faith in putting it out there. To be honest with you, too, because it wasn't quite confirmed. But we, we had um, we had some sources, though. Uh, yeah, there were there were very respectable sources that that led us to have confidence and to be able to put that out there. Yeah. And we got a lot of a lot of traction on the tweet, a lot of views, a lot mm-hmm. of interactions. But I'll tell you what, with, with all the with all that traction and exposure, came a lot of like. Almost like little slight jabs, little, little jabs. Hate, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, the, yeah, and you know, I hope those guys are uh, taking their foot feet out of their mouths. Hey, you know what I mean? Hey, both feet. Hey, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> both of them. That's the talent. That's Two feet, talent. one cup. Um, right? But hey, you know what they say, guys? If, if you have haters, it means they're doing something right. So I, I don't, I don't get as upset. You know, it's kind of in the the uh, the realm of things that we do is you're gonna get those those guys that always are looking to take shots at you and whatnot. But I look at it this way: any interaction is is a good interaction yeah. in that case, yes. you know. Well, and, and that's the thing because because we were confident in what we were putting out there. It's it wasn't a whole lot that we had to respond to, nor were we going to respond to because we knew it was going to happen. So, right? Yeah, I mean, you, you take the you take the good with the bad, right? We have a lot of great allies and, and, and friends on gambling Twitter, but gambling Twitter comes with some trolls too, oh, unfortunately. Yeah, sure. I mean, you know what you just got you just gotta live with them, unfortunately. You yep. ignore them and just keep keep doing you. Oh, yeah. yeah, you just kick them you kick them right back under the bridge. Yep. So, like tro- oh, trolls, I gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, so broke it first. Uh that was awesome guys. I'm not gonna lie, I was pretty jacked up. Uh, oh, yeah. especially being able to, you know, say, oh, hey, guess what? We broke this news before Adam Schefter. We broke this before, you know, because respect to them. I mean, they always, they obviously have the insiders. We did. Yeah, I think we, uh, we only, only if, he, if uh, Schefter decides to grow a beard, we might add him onto our squad. Who knows? You know what I mean? <laughs> did you, wait, like, add him onto our squad? Get it? Uh, that was good. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's obviously the biggest coaching news. Well, not the biggest, but eh, well, probably probably the biggest. You know Jim Harbaugh leaving leaving the Michigan Wolverines this year after winning the national title, uh, going to the Chargers. I mean, let's be honest, guys. He's got a pretty stacked lineup when you really look at it. Um, Eckler's a good running back. He's got Keenan Allen. He's got a great quarterback in Herbert that's young, who's already actually signed his deal, so Harbaugh doesn't have to worry about a deal coming, you know, anytime soon. Like, right. it's it's kind of the perfect storm for you know a Jim Harbaugh led team when you really look at well, it. Let me let me play you know little devil's advocate here. Does is Herbert's is Herbert his guy? Oh, for sure. There's no doubt. It's already for been sure? sa- it's, it's already been said that Herb he loves Herbert. All right. Came I'm, I'm just the reason ago. I'm saying is, you know, it's it's kind of like hey, now you can get your you know you can go get your your Michigan man. Um, 
his name's slipping my mind right now, their quarterback, and it's McCarthy, like, why? McCarthy. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. Oh gosh, I don't know. Get, get Herbert. Hey, listen, I'm a Raiders fan, and I am hoping to God he gets rid of freaking Justin Herbert out of the damn league, okay? Uh, now that I got to – we the Raiders have to go against freaking uh, Andy Reid, Sean Payton, and Jim Harbaugh. I mean, geez, the the division is loaded with coaching staffs that there that it drives me nuts. But well, like legendary coaching yeah, so, staffs. Well, I'm I'm still happy with our hire. So well, yeah, we'll we'll talk about the, that here in a little bit. To address your question about is Herbert the guy, I think it would be very not smart for oh. either one of those parties, Herbert or or Harbaugh, to not, Trey, not accept each other. I'm not I'm not saying talent wise herbert is not a franchise guy i'm not saying i was just you know i was looking to say hey he's a michigan guy harbaugh you know how he he likes things his way Um, i think that's going to be the interesting thing because really what happened when things started to fall off in in san francisco it was he butt heads with the gm way too much i mean trent ball yeah you remember the story where he would sit there and call for a meeting in the locker room and be like, oh, this is for, for grown men only, so if you're not a grown man, get out. And he'd pretty much wait until Trent Baalke would leave the room. It got the ugly room, there, so. and it's, that, that got real ugly. I, I mean, as a Niners fan, when he left, man, I, I, was, whew, I was devastated because it was years where we were terrible. <clears throat> yeah. He really kind of brought us back to where, you know, San Fran was in terms of, like, winning seasons and stuff, so – when when that whole thing went down, it was that was devastating for me, you know, not thinking that he was gonna go have that kind of success that he did. I mean, his record at Michigan was unheard of, dude. When you really look at, it, I think he's three losses the last three seasons, uh, and obviously a national title to really kind of sail off into the sunset. So it's no surprise that you know, looking at it now, he he did what he had to do, um, and there was a there was a pretty funny story um, that John Harbaugh told. Oh, shoot, I forget which podcast it was. But he told a story on a podcast just about how Jim is, like, so competitive. Like, yeah. it's always like he has to make it known, like, hey, like, don't forget, you know, it's me. <laughs> and it was something where, like, he they wrestled in the ocean. He's holding him down. And John Harbaugh's like, oh, my gosh, like, I think I'm going to die. And, like, let him up, you know, eventually. And Jim just kind of, like, looked at him like, yeah, don't forget it, you know, kind of thing. So, you know, looking at him now going to the NFL, I mean – they play next season. Chargers Ravens play next season in SoFi uh, Stadium. So that'll obviously be a hot, hot topic of a game. But you also look at too. It's it's you're never going to have another Hardball Super Bowl. You know when they, when they did play back in well, you know what was it 2012. John's young. He could, he, could, uh, he could move on to an NFC team down the road, you know? Yeah, but I'm saying, like, he's got a good thing going. I mean, it's right now they're both in the AFC, which is also kind of an interesting take on things, too. But, you know. No, yeah, uh, I think uh, I think, I think Harbaugh's a football guy through and through. He's a quarterback whisperer, right? Oh, yeah. And I think, I think Herbert's got the perfect intangibles to be successful in the NFL. So if he can get the most out of Herbert – look out because that's going to be a great coach coach quarterback duo for years to come and he will he will <clears throat> he he oh. you know he he actually what he doesn't get enough credit for uh, in my opinion what jim harbaugh does is he builds his team from the inside out meaning oh, yeah. he he, he oh, wow. builds up the he builds up the trenches man and that goes 
you look at that Michigan offensive line, you know, they they were, oh, I mean, for the past three years, they won the, the Moorhead Award, or not every year, but because Washington won it this year, but top offensive line in the, in the country. It's every guy's uh, favorite award. Yeah, so I don't know. It's uh, I am looking here, and <laughs> I just realized what you said. Um, uh, the Chargers GM spot is still open, which, yeah, I mean, great. do you even fill it if you have a guy like Jim Harbaugh? That, yeah, you got it. That I don't know, man, because that was also one of the things that supposedly caused some rifts in San Fran was that he wanted more control in San Fran, yeah. and maybe I mean losing Telesco like they did, um, who, which I don't I don't know that, that honestly them letting him go still confused me a little bit, but let's I mean unless you guys got anything else with Harbaugh, I do want to kind of jump into the next one uh, with the Trent, your favorite, obviously the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, the Raiders got their guy. They got Pierce. Uh, they get to keep Max Crosby. <laughs> uh, and then they also hired GM yeah. Tom Telesco, which, not going to lie, I, I feel like it was a very, very smart move by the Raiders. I know you're very harsh on them in terms of the GMs they bring in and how they draft and everything else. Having Telesco there for the draft this year is definitely going to be an interesting outlook on stuff. Yeah. I'll go ahead, Trent. Well, their past their past three or four GMs um, that they've hired out for the Raiders organization, it's been their first time ever being a GM. Hmm. So it's it's a good change up in the sense of yes, we stuck with the guy that was the interim and won the locker room over. We didn't go for some big name that might be on his last leg, or maybe it's his second time around, and, and you know it's just not the same. Um, but now we also have a guy with experience. And like you said, Telesco, I mean, it wasn't, the, in my opinion, the GM failing to bring talent in. Um, and he managed the Herbert contract very, very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, got got Eckler there. Uh, Eckler, I believe, is a free agent, though. I know you said about Eckler potentially coming back, but I think he's gone because um, they will draft, they'll draft uh, McCorum. But, um, or Corum, sorry. And then, but when I look at the Raiders, the, the biggest takeaway are these three these three quotes right here, if I could read these quick. Uh, Devontae Adams on Antonio Pierce. He embodies what it means to be a Raider in that mentality, that swag, all the things that he is, endorses is the things that I believe in. Max Crosby, uh, the only 32 head coaches, there's only 32 head coaches in the whole world, so you've got to find a leader of men. And what you got one, and when you've got one of them in the building, I don't know why you would let them go. Josh Jacobs, who is going into a free agent year. With AP, I am definitely 100% in. However it looks, whatever it looks like. So, I mean, I mean that's, a, that's a promising. Yeah, that, that is exactly what I said. I said, you call those three guys into a meeting if you're Mark Davis and say, what do you want? Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm happy. I, I'm. You know what? I'm not saying that Pierce is you know, some, some guru, but, but what you're starting to see is a new age of coaches start to take over in the NFL culture, which is culture guys, but they're the guys that <clears throat> when you look at like, okay, ready Vrabel mm-hmm. and you look at Pierce, they're the captains of the defense. They have to be such good communicators on the field, right? They're right. younger so they can buy in a little bit. They can relate to these young guys that have, mm-hmm. you know, 
they're doing things on the practice field, you know, and then I'll bring Dan Campbell into the mix. That's you know, he's a crazy sure. he's a crazy guy doing up downs and push ups with this team. You know, it means a lot when a coach can still and I'm not saying every coach has to be able to do this because you know, I coach and I'm I'm not trying to do half the stuff sometimes anymore. But um but it does mean a lot when those coaches can do some of the stuff and have done some of the stuff. Yeah. Um, the way that those, you know, the, this this kind of new coaching generation is starting to kind of to fill in, you know. So I like it. I'm 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 on Pierce. He's a leader of men, like Crosby said. So. Trey. Yeah, let's go. Um, yeah, I think uh, I, I agree completely with you guys. I think hiring Pierce was 100% the right move. You won the locker room. You're going to keep the locker room. Um, and he, I know we've talked about it before, but he's a player's coach. He's, he's a culture guy. He's, he's there for the, like to the team first and foremost and, and the players. And Tyler, you mentioned the hiring of the GM Telesco. You know what I think was a smarter move was, um, hiring Tom Coughlin as a, an advisor and consultant to Antonio Pierce. Did he really? Yeah, 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 he's he's working with the Raiders now to fill out the rest of his staff. That's awesome because Coughlin even and had a big had a lot of compliments for him when he got hired initially. That's, exactly. That's cool. So I think that, if anything, is I think that's the more influential than the GM in itself because the Raiders do have the pieces. I think, and yeah. now they're going to keep. I think they will keep Jacobs. Um, I think uh, Crosby's staying. Devonte Adams is now staying, which he was a he was a big rumor of him going to the Jets to go reunite with Aaron. Right. Um, but I think Coughlin, I mean, he's, he's got GM experience, don't get me wrong, with the Jags, and, and kind of took that team to an AFC championship, if I'm not wrong, with Blake Bortles when he was there. He's got a Super Bowl with the Giants and, two, and two, success two there. So, yeah, that's, well, yeah, exactly. And I don't know, I, I just think that's the, the underrated piece to the Antonio Pierce hire in my tell, eyes. Tell you one thing, um, though. Well, Go ahead, sorry. I was going to say, kind of not moving on to a new topic but when it comes to the head coaching carousel or carousel as Trent likes to say <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> uh, the, the thing that blows my mind is I think with the the new breaking news of the Panthers hiring Canales I believe yeah. it is yep. there is one team left that has a head coaching vacancy uh, nope two who is it Seahawks besides commanders. the command okay Seahawks okay my bad um there are Pete Carroll, Mike Vrabel, and Bill Belichick left. Yeah. Who, who honestly, in my eyes, I thought Belichick and Vrabel and Carroll would have been the, one of the first three to, to find jobs. Vrabel, I, I think, is one of the commanders. And to be the head coach? Yeah, that's I've, I've seen yeah. that rumor. But, well, well, hold I on, Trey. So, to kind of touch on that, too, is, you know, going back to – you know, with the Raiders, and this this will kind of transition to the next thing, but, like, the Raiders, obviously they have a need at quarterback. Whether that comes out of the draft, I don't think that happens. I truly think that they're going to go after or have to go after some sort of veteran. I, I mean, I texted you guys earlier this week. I said I saw there was a rumor that Russell Wilson. If that is your answer, you made a mistake. If your yes. answer is Kirk Cousins, I think you've made a very smart decision. Um. That's all really I'm gonna, I'm personally going to say on that but uh to kind of stick with that players coach young at, you know young culture you know been in the locker room I mean then you also got the Patriots with Jared Mayo Gerard Mayo so who's 37 years old All right 37 years old 
correct me if I'm wrong, I think believe that'd be the youngest coach in the league right now. Um, yeah. Also, you know, former player, played for the – you know, he's got the whole thing. So, I mean, it's like – now, he's obviously an unknown, you know, X factor, but learning, you know, earlier, though, the fact that, you know, he had this whole thing built into his contract, you know, for him to take over and be the head coach is very interesting to me. You know, they obviously knew that there was something there, you know, for to make a contract kind of, you know – fit to to let him be that guy especially with the patriots who've been such a storied franchise you know since the turn of the millennium you know yeah and i believe mayo brought in another former patriot legend west welker right to help coaches on his staff too not, not officially they inter they interviewed um west 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 welker got a couple interviews as an offense coordinator now really yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know about you guys but i feel like this year more than ever like coordinator like interviews are getting so much attention. I mean, I'm so seeing much. Kellen Moore with the Eagles. I'm seeing Cliff Kingsbury with the Bears, the Raiders, and the Eagles. You know, I mean, look at look at even Fangio today. He's already an Eagle after a one day being let go from the Dolphins because the the you players hated him. The players hated playing for I him. No, you know what though? I'm glad. I'm glad these coordinators and these hirings are getting more attention because I think they have a bigger impact on teams than what. People think, well, Terry, be because they're they're next guy up, right? Yeah. They're the ones yes. that are all getting so. Well, and ultimately, they're the ones coming up with the schemes, like yeah. for the offense and the defense. So, like, it's important. Like, look at I know we brought it up. I think it was what before the playoffs even started. But the Eagles, like, they lost both their coordinators, and they did not look the same as what they did last year. The yeah. or the previous Super Bowl year. So, and that's that's why I'm very I'm I think. The Lions, and I know, Ty, you, you don't want them, but the Lions need to cash in as much as they can this year because I know, Ty, you said about Rabel or one of those guys uh, getting the, the commander's job. I totally disagree. I actually really think Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator for the Lions, get one of these last two jobs. That's, that's not a and, bad call. Didn't he and, turn it and, down last year? Um, yeah, he, well, he actually went and interviewed, got experience, and just – he just didn't want the job. He didn't. He's like, you know what? I'm happy here. I have something good going. And and you know, I still I think that goes back to the value of that head coach, Dan right, Campbell. Right. But um, but I I honestly, what one thing that we're we're missing out on is really early on when Vrabel got let go. There was a lot of talk that Vrabel was not going to coach next year. Next year, right? That Ten and, and there was. Again. Yeah, and now there's there's word that Belichick has already packed it in and said, I don't I don't need any of these jobs right now. And you know what? I, I mean, I don't blame those guys. Take a year off. Take you know. I mean, I know this guy gets hated on a lot, but you know, some coaches that have oh, some coaches that have done it for a while, um, you know, they they sometimes need to reset, see what's new, and then come back into it. You know. Right. Yeah. So I, I don't blame him, but I do. <laughs> I don't know how many people really want that that commander's job at this point. I well, mean, it's. Uh, well, I know there's I just, things. I, just, I, I know we I, said it's a things, it's a new things are new on the era. up. I get it. I get it. I, I was more so leaning towards the commander's job is getting better. But if I'm that Tampa Bay Buccaneers guy that just took the Panthers' yes. job, I'm like, yikes. You know what, though? I don't, I don't like what he's walking into there. But I want to go back to the commanders because a little fun fact here that maybe will shock some people. Only two NFC teams haven't made the NFC championship game this century. 
Commanders are one of them. Does anybody know the other? NFC, like, you mean in the 2000s? Yes. Hasn't made the NFC championship? Yeah, only two NFC teams haven't haven't made it in. And I went through every single division. On championship or, or just playoffs? NFC championship game. Only two since the year 2000 have not made it into the NFC championship game. Buffalo Bills? Oh, that's AFC shit. Never mind. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. sports podcast yeah, guy. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> listeners. Like, he does do some research, but... <laughs> Is <this laughs> Oh, Vikings got in. Remember Vikings Saints? Or, I'm sorry, it wasn't Vikings. It was Brett. Who did Brett Favre lose to? It was the Saints. It was the Saints. Yeah, that was where they, they beat the crap on and put a bounty on his head, all that fun stuff. Right. Threw a pick to end the game. In the NFC. It's very similar to that pick of Jordan okay, Love. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah. All right, we're going to talk about it here. <laughs> um, Identical. NFC. Bears. Oh no, because the Bears got in against the Colts. Yep. Cardinals, this is this Cardinals, is Cardinals. No, they were in the Super Bowl. Nope. Cardinals against Steelers. Hold on, this is gonna drive me nuts. It's not the, Fa- <laughs> it's not the Falcons. Nope, they lost. Remember, twenty-eight to three game. Is it the Lions? It's not the, Pan- it's not the Panthers. Oh, it's got to be the Lions. Nope, because they're in it now. Dummies. Uh, okay. Gosh. Saints. Sorry, sorry, listeners. No, this Saints have been in since Okay, I'm not gonna drag this on. I'm gonna tell you guys. No, the Cowboys. You ready? Cowboys. It it is the Cowboys. Oh, right wow. as I was it, you Googled it. He Googled it. No, Look at man, that. I'm literally Re- just looking at Re- the Re- NFC. research research team helped him out. No. Darn it, those rascals. Yes, it is the Cowboys and the Commanders are the only two teams. And interestingly wow. enough, they both come from the NFC East. Yeah, NFC's weak as heck. That's what I told you. But anyway, yeah, that's all right. Let's can um, we uh, can we get into game recaps? Yeah, let's, we let's get into coaching. recap. I mean, there were, just real quick, we'll just I'll just touch on it. Brian Callahan, new Titans coach, um, blah, is related to Bill Callahan, Trent. Oh, um, that's enough. Yeah. I know, I know. I'm just putting it out there. Who still coaches in the, in the NFL? He's an I offensive think, line coach. I think and he. Then, he also makes brake pads, right? Callahan Art of Parts. <laughs> with his son Tommy. No. Yeah. Playing, um, quit playing with your dinghy. <laughs> uh, and then obviously the most recent breaking news for coaching staff was Raheem Morris becoming the Falcons coach. I'll tell you what, man. Yeah. He, he's he got talent there. He's got talent. Yeah, so, so let's see what Raheem Morris can do. But the only two left here that we have coaching-wise is Seahawks, Commanders, I am seeing Dan Quinn is one of the top guys right now with Seattle, uh, which we kind of predicted. Um, and the Commanders. And okay, so I think you and pick, the I think you pick Seattle over the Commanders, though. Yes. Uh, actually, no, I don't. I disagree. Too rainy. Too rainy. Yeah. Too too <laughs> dreary. Yeah. But all right, yeah. yeah. Let's let's get into recap because I'll tell you what. What a let's weekend! What a oh, weekend! To Trey, I hear a little extra joy in his voice. What? I wouldn't be joyous if I were him. Definitely what a weekend. So, obviously, we'll start with the Texans-Ravens game. Complete blowout. Um, Texans held it close. And, honestly, can I can I give you my opinion on this? Is I know I've been like, oh, is Lamar in the playoffs? Lamar in the playoffs. And I, I know that's been me. Um, I honestly, though, I think that first half was the Ravens' rust. 
once they shook that shit off, they destroyed them in the second half. Like, just manhandled them. Like, 10-10, and I'm like, wow, like, maybe I I was right about this Lamar shit. And then all of a sudden they come out and just put up, you know, 24 points unanswered against the Texans, who just had nothing to do. Um, That was them shaking the rust off and coming out and playing hard. I mean, that, that game was a blowout. I'll add my two cents is I, I you're you're right definitely rusty, but I also think what they have to realize right now is, at least I'm saying the the Ravens offensively, is just make you know take what's given to you because that Ravens defense had held them completely uh, touchdownless on the offensive side of the ball. Did, right. I, did I say that right? Yeah. Texans, you know, their their only touchdown was the the punt return. Yep. So like even even knowing like okay ten to ten but man like the Texans then to come out and shut them out in the second half that that once again it's I I said this earlier to you Tyler uh, earlier this week you know I think what you're seeing is these top tier defenses a position that doesn't get enough attention mm-hmm. where you need to be a lead in is inside backer yep. Um, I don't know if they get as much money as, you know, a cornerback or an edge rusher or a big D tackle, but inside linebacker, when you look at the two inside linebackers, um, Raquan Smith and I think it's Queen, I mean, those two guys are studs, and they can fly, they can cover, they can fill on the run, and then you look at, you know, Warner and Greenlaw for the Niners. I mean, those guys are... It's almost like they are huge framed individuals th- with the speed of secondary guys. Yeah, you know what and, I mean? And, they have and, to be. and it is it is scary. Because most and, of the time you're covering you know, running backs out of the backfield. Yeah. You have to have speed. Like you can't just Absolutely. be a slow ass dude. You know. But well, and, and you're and, taking on and you're taking on tackles and guards and centers. I mean right. and, and oh Trent, my to so. your point, yeah. <laughs> and Trent, to your point too, like you know, you get the edge. I, I think edge rushers besides quarterbacks, I think, are the highest paid guys. I, I, they are. I'm, I'm not – I could be wrong, but I, I'm pretty sure that's a fact. You're not. <clears throat> but – No. Left tackles no, are pretty high up there. No, too. wide receivers, Trey. But – Wide but receivers some, are, are, quarter, are second. I mean, look what, look what freaking Von Miller did this year. Hell, for all the tackles he made total, he made like $6 million a tackle. Because he made, like, 15 total tackles. But, like, to my point is, is I feel like your inside linebackers are usually what you would consider, like, your quarterbacks on defense. And and back in the day, inside linebackers, those were the guys. You know, those were the guys that you were paying big money to. Those were the guys that were coming in and, you know, laying the wood. And now, all of a sudden, now now it's the edge rushers. And, you know, it's – I guess it, – I don't know if it's the way the game's played or if it's the way that the plays are yeah. being run. Tyler, it's, it's passing. It, it went from – it used to be run, run, run on offense to now where it's pass, pass, pass. So, yeah, you got to get the edge guys that can pressure these quarterbacks. Yeah. It, it you is know, and, and with, but, but you're with, right. With though. how quick guys can get the ball out, you got to have an edge guy that can, that can get there quick. Yep. No, you're right. So. Um, second game of the weekend uh, was Saturday well, night. Trey, Trey, give Trey some. Yeah, I didn't get the good mic. I guess you're jumping out. Tyler, do put some respect on Lamar's game, though. Two rushing touchdowns, two passing touchdowns, you know, too. I'll be interested to see yeah. what happens. I mean, 
I don't have much to say because it's kind of just reiterating what you guys already touched on. But um, first half looked like, holy crap, playoff Lamar. This is exactly what everyone was afraid of or kind of expected. Is Lamar going to come out different? And it didn't look good. And then uh might become NFL folklore, but that Lamar Jackson halftime speech apparently revved up the Ravens there that everyone's been talking about. And they came out looking just as dangerous as they, ha- as they have been all season in the second half. So who knows? Uh, it wasn't very, it wasn't a convincing. I know they won by 24 points, but it still wasn't the most convincing thing for me to see from the Ravens. Yeah. Um, that being said, like Texans, Texans fans, players, everyone, whoever's listening, um, you guys got a, something good going there in, oh, in yeah. Houston for sure. Um, it's going to be a common theme seeing the Texans in the playoffs here, I think, for the next couple of years. So, um, got a lot to look forward to for sure. Trey, to say that wasn't convincing, then what the hell were the other three wins for these other teams? What do you mean? I mean, Niners win. I mean, they they escaped. Trent, I didn't think I didn't think anything Lion, was con- I didn't think anything I, was convincing. Is all I'm saying. About the Ravens game, thirty. What was the final? Thirty-four ten. That's not a convincing win. What is the standard for a convincing win right now? Timeout. Because the first half was was not good. They scored seven. They scored seventeen in the fourth quarter. Hey Trey, Trey, can you win a game in the first quarter? Trent, I'm not saying second quarter, third. No, you win it in the fourth. But guess what? In the Super Bowl, you got to play a complete game. You have to. Do you actually not even do you? In the in the goddamn divisional round, you have to, as evidenced by the Green Bay Packers. So, do you twenty eight to three? Let's move on to the next game. Let's move on. Twenty eight twenty eight to three. Patriots didn't play a complete game. They played second half. So, just saying. That's why we play four quarters. But right. sometimes a couple of them are bad. So, second game on Saturday was obviously the Forty ers and the Packers game. Uh, Trey and I have no comment on this game at all. I'm just kidding. Okay, I'll take the I'll take it from here, listeners. You, you can take the so, lead, though, and then I'll chime here's in. Here's my just here's my breakdown. Um, you, you know, I'm gonna give respect where 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 it's deserved, and that is the Packers. The Packers had it. The Packers had the Niners beat. They they made Brock Purdy. Now I know the weather had some things to do with it, but you got to deal with the the uh, you know the elements there. But they made Brock Purdy play one of his games where, I mean, I don't like the hate that Brock Purdy gets, but they made him look like Mr. Irrelevant. So hold on, um, real quick though, real quick though, can we just oh, talk? Oh, don't, don't chime in. I, this no, is no, 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 because his stats were better than Love's, and his stats were also better than <laughs> than uh, than Josh Allen. So it's not Brock Purdy's fault. But, <laughs> but, do, you, but do you think but, he played a better game than Jordan Love in that game? Look at the stats. Right. No, anyway. answer my question. Do you think he played a better game? Yeah. Okay. What I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> game winning. Game winning drive. Because that's uh, how you had throw, nothing. By throwing hey. screens. By throwing screens and dumb passes. That's, six that's six good. for seven. He would have went seven for seven and a scramble <laughs> for nine yards to lead okay. the we'll, team we'll let, in we'll the rain. We'll let Trent finish his point and then I'll explain why Brock Purdy. Is exactly what I thought Kyler was going to come out saying, and it's so ridiculous. It's not. I the love, party hate's absurd. I, lo- I I just said I don't like the hate, but there's you're allowed to criticize when somebody plays a bad game, right? And he did, and he, and, did. And he did not play a good game. But what, can you he's tell not me the, what was he's bad, the, though? 
his uh, accuracy yeah. is the fact that he threw two picks that were hit the, our chests that were dropped. He didn't throw that any would have changed the whole dynamic. Okay, no, he, he threw two interceptions that we dropped that hit our chest. So that you want to say he played a statistical better game? I mean, <laughs> arguably he didn't. If it, if things should have gone the right way, Jordan Love threw two picks that our guys caught. Okay, so those I are mean, actual that's, interceptions. That's how the so co- those that's are how interceptions. The interceptions are not ones that bounce off your chest. He played. He played better game. He played. Jordan Love played a better game than Brock Purdy. Play, he played. He played a great game. I'll give him that. But he also let, made let a Trent very finish. bad decision. Let Trent finish. Let Trent finish, and then we'll get into it because I'm not done with this. That's that's interesting. You guys started out this game with, "Hey, I really don't. We don't have anything to say." And whew, I'll just sit back. I, I already stirred the pot. Um, I, I just didn't. I you know a performance like that. Uh, against a different team could go a very different way you know um kind of the reason i don't think i mean i i don't really i'm not going to compare the two it's it's just you got to understand niners defense is going to make life hard on every opposing quarterback there is um so for the packers to control the game that they the way they did um, yeah i mean a missed field goal cost them overtime too so we we also missed um, a field goal too so I would say I think it was blocked. Actually, yeah, it was blocked. Yes, thank you, Trent. That damn Rich Sachia, miss him. Um, but anyway, I, uh, I thought it was I thought it was a great game. It was a grinded out type game. Um, I know it's an absolute gut wrenching loss for Packers fans. Uh, Trey, I'm going to kind of give the shout out to to the Packers fans out there because I think once again you're like you said for the Texans. There's a future there. I was, I'll be the first to admit that no way. I don't think Jordan loves the guy. I mean, after you guys lost to the Raiders early in the year, you notice how I always like to bring that up. Um, uh, but, you know, there's the future's bright there, especially with the, the young core being the youngest team to make the playoffs like that. But then you look on the other hand at the Niners and you sit there, and the old saying is you've got to win the ugly ones. And the one thing that stood out to me is that's typically a game that the Niners would have lost. I mean, Especially hell, Kyle, Shan- Kyle Shanahan 0-30 going in the fourth quarter when trailing. Now, Guess now, what? He's now, now one. He's now 1-30. I knew you guys were going to bring that up, and can I let me tell you why. That's your favorite stat to bring up. Yeah, let me tell you why that stat should still exist. Because that field goal should have been kicked before the end of the third quarter. Sorry, the very with, – with, 15 or 14 minutes and 56 seconds left you guys all of a sudden we're down by four just like every other quarter. analyst you want to move the goal tyler. Post. tyler all right Keyshawn Johnson, just stop oh my gosh you guys were down four going into fourth quarter you and i both know that don't act like the seven point statistic thing was such a huge overcome feat like that's that's ridiculous well the the challenge was that brock purdy can't win a game without debo samuel and brock purdy can't lead a game winning drive that that's what everybody so, said they said what he can't win without no Debo. He can't win so a game-winning drive. That's so funny. So you can't you can't win without one of your six superstars on offense. That's that's actually comical. I'm, no, I'm saying um, that's that's what the talking heads are saying in the in the media. I've never heard anyone say that. Actually, everybody said it this week. Where have you been? Um, it is said. It is said, Trey. <laughs> no. So um, what I want I've, I've think I thought a lot about how I want to address this conversation because I knew it was coming and I knew I had to face it and everything and. Uh, what it all comes down to is I'm not I'm not trying I'm not taking jabs I'm I'm just being truthful. 
is that the Packers lost this game mm-hmm. for themselves. They, they, in every single aspect of this game, should have won. Should have won. Could have won. They led for 59 minutes. They outplayed the 49ers on every aspect of the football game. Mm-hmm. Um, there were, It comes down to four things, I think, that determined the outcome. It was the two dropped interceptions that hit our chest that Brock Purdy threw. Stop um, calling them interceptions. They're dry, They're batted balls. Well, they, yeah, I understand <laughs> that, but ultimately they should have been interceptions. 99, but they, 90% of the time. But they okay. weren't. But just admit that they were awful throws. Like, what was, like, what is that? Okay. Go ahead. Secondly, Continue. the third thing, so those two plays are huge. Actually, there's five things. So those two plays are huge. <laughs> third thing, the missed Anders Carlson field goal, who, has missed the most kicks in the NFL by, I think, three kicks this year in the NFL. Why is he, like, Trent, you said you missed Rich Basaccia. I Really, nothing's changed about our special team since he's been hired. It's always a disappointing aspect. Dude, you, blo- you blocked a field goal of ours, and you also had a huge, well, okay. we, you also had a huge return. It. We and blocked you didn't, it. And you didn't have any punts and blocked guess, this And time. guess what, Tyler? Keyshawn Nixon was on our team last year, and guess who wasn't returning kicks? Keyshawn Nixon. Guess who was? Amari Rogers, who fumbled five punt returns and had how many t- like kicks pinned inside the five so, because he didn't fair catch them. So one other, hold oh, on, one other. Let me let me, on. let me finish my let me finish my points. Last thing, the Jordan Love interception to end the game. Awful, bad, awful decision. Don't know what he was seeing. I know he explained it. I'm glad he recognized that as a mortal sin. T- Trent or someone mentioned it. Looked eerily similar to the Brett Favre. Identical Saints interception, and that's exactly what it was. The difference is that Brett Favre continued, continued, continued to make those decisions up until the end of his career. Jordan Love, that's his first big game, a biggest game he's probably ever played in. Um, so hopefully he learns from that, corrects it, and in the next fifteen years that he's our starting quarterback in the, in the playoffs, he he learns how to learn from that. Last thing I'm going to say, I think that had the biggest impact on the I, whole. I hope he learns how to learn game. from that too. <laughs> he learns biggest, how to learn from that. <laughs> yeah, hold on. No, <laughs> the biggest thing about this whole goddamn game, and I hate to say that this is the most impactful, but I've been sitting and I've been thinking about this game every single day for the past week, and it all comes down to one thing: the second drive of the game, we had the first down at least three times on that drive, and the spots were absolutely no, atrocious. Don't, don't even do it. Absolutely. Don't even talk about the referees. No, no. Don't no, even talk about out. referees because oh, I'm telling bitch. you, don't even get into let it. Let me finish. Let me finish because you guys had more penalties and you deserved 10 more. Yeah. You deserved 10 more penalties than what you guys were charged with. Yeah. Okay. And let me get to it. Number one, the spots by all the referees. Oh absolutely goodness. atrocious. Trey, didn't you already go through five points already? No, We've gone through another no, five. Stop. Just stop. Aaron uh, Jones. Aaron Jones got the first down on his initial run. Secondly, Jordan Love absolutely gained the first down on his on his tush push. But besides that, your whole defensive line, including Nick Bosa, actually three quarters of the game was lined up offsides to start. His head is over the line of scrimmage. Thirdly, we lose that turnover on downs because of an awful spots three in a row by the referees. Surprise, you we lose the turnover. Point. We lose the turnover on downs. The very next drive, the 49ers had a little bit going, a little bit going. Second and seven on the, I think, 30-yard line or 35-yard line. Brock Purdy commits the most obvious intentional grounding I've ever seen in my life. The most obvious. Throws it to out of bounds with no one within 50 yards of, on the right side of the field. 
doesn't get called. Should have been third and 17 very next play. They threw the Kittle touchdown. So that's a minimum of a 10-point swing there that greatly influences the game. There's, there's no way, though, that you can actually watch that game and say, man, referees really influenced that against the, the Packers. Because Trey, there not, with so, penalties. not with penalties. What about the spots. hold? What about the hold in third and seven? What about the, the defensive pa- or the pass interference on third and six? Like Trey, it was it was textbook what, what, bullcrap calls that we talked about. He tackled the guy two seconds before he no. the ball came down. No, the, the, the one where they called the defensive hold, where the guy just you know roughed him up inside of five yards that you're allowed to do, and then they threw a flag on third down. So all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause you both, Tyler. You get to make your two cents. Uh, let's let's make it quick though, and yeah. let's move on. So, I know everybody's hating on Brock Purdy. Um, I, I'm not disagreeing. I don't think that he played as bad a game as people are making it out to be. Uh, you have to understand that Brock Purdy has been given nothing, as Pat McAfee said. Last pick, he was lucky to make a team. Okay, lucky to make a team, and the hate that he gets just for being successful is kind of sad. Um. He's kind of smug too. He's not. He's he's a young kid that just is a farmer, like smug, a smug farmer. I've never heard of a smug farmer. I'm sorry, I haven't. You're looking at one in Brock, so (laughs) I have. I have not heard of that. But I, I just, I mean, I look at the game. Was it ugly? Did San Fran play the best? No. Should Brock Purdy have thrown a career high of 39 passes? Hell no. And I said from career high. That's a career high because why? Do you have Chris McCaffrey? Why are you going to throw for 39 times? So, why do you not run the ball with McCaffrey at least 20 times? Because San Fran is undefeated. 20 when McCaffrey runs the ball 20 times a game, they have not lost a game. Okay, McCaffrey obviously was the difference maker. Obviously, you know, going down to the game-winning touchdown uh, inside of a minute. But you know, looking at it now, it's like why why would you have him throw the ball 39 times? In a game where it's raining, where we already have not have shown our disadvantage, right? So looking at that, you were playing from behind. Not not disagreeing with that, but oh, at the same yeah. time, Christian McCaffrey can still gain the amount of yards that we could get on a catch, on just one single run. Like he has that potential. He has that home run potential, right? So looking at that, looking at that, and and I've also heard now too from several of the insiders with the 49ers that. Debo Samuel was the premier guy that the game plan was revolved around. When he goes out in the first quarter, (laughs) things change. Things change a lot. So it is what it is. You don't have you don't have many other weapons to you know run through. And all I'm going to say that Trey is it was a great game. (laughs) The fact that it came down to and and now personally, like looking back at this, I was very nervous about that game because of how hot the Packers were. And how young the Packers are, and how honestly sometimes some of those young teams in the playoffs don't really know what they don't know, so they're not as uptight as they could be. So looking at that game and the way that they played, it it kind of came down to how I, how I actually thought it would happen. You know, looking at look going back and looking back at, it, I think the Packers have a very bright future. I think they have their guy in, in Jordan Love. I think you know moving forward, I think. They're literally going to run, you know, what is it, the NFC North for the next couple of years like they always have. And to have the Packers literally just Ooh. recycle quarterbacks, hey, we have Brett Favre. 
hey, we have Aaron Rodgers. And guess what? I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm going to say it because I agree with you, Trent. Like, I was kind of wrong on this too. Hey, now we got Jordan Love. He's the guy. So the fact that you guys have had three quarterbacks in like, what, almost four decades is pretty impressive. So I will give credit to the Packers and say that they are going to be a hell of a team. They're going to be a team. Another little fun fact. Uh, Christian Watson, Jaden Reed, Romeo Dobbs, uh, Devontae Wicks, Luke Musgrave, and Tucker Craft are all under contract next year for less than $11 million. But do you see it? Like, my analysis, I'm giving credit to the Packers. Yeah, no, I I understand that. And, And I appreciate that, but. And, and this is not coming in a negative aspect to it you, is, Tyler. But the Packers, one hundred percent. I know the outcome doesn't show it, but they won that game. Like they should be in the NFC Championship right now, one hundred percent. And they aren't. And that's Trent that's pointed so. Out you gotta win the other ones, and that's what it was. Yeah, and and it sucks because I know we had nothing to lose, and we were playing with house house money. But this also like almost makes it so much worse for me <laughs> because. We weren't supposed to be there. We had no shot, and we we literally had the game in our hands. All right, let's let's move to the next two real quick. We're just going to touch on them. Lions, Bucks. Yep. Um, well, I want. I was going to say I want to start here. Go ahead. Um, since that was uh, you know thirty minutes later. Um, <laughs> so uh, so one, Ty, I didn't agree with your statement. I, I do think the Packers are always going to be in contention for the next couple years with. Uh, the North, NFC North, but I think the Lions are here to stay. Um, so I disagree with that, That to say that they're going to dominate it. Um, and I also want to also say, Tyler, because earlier in the year you were kind of on me about being so convinced about the Lions, and you said, I will not believe in the Lions until they prove to me that they're not the same old Lions. Have they proved enough to you yet? Oh, for sure. Okay. Um, so one thing I also want to throw out there. Smart answer. Um, thing about the, the lions that, that, you know, I think doesn't get enough attention. And, and I, you know, this guy was a throwaway and that's Jared Goff. Uh, I think we all would even say that who knows his, if his, <laughs> I mean, after this year, I don't see how his future is kind of like, Hey, you're our guy until you're until you show us that you're not, but he's the guy there. You know, we all thought, you know, after that three and 13 season, his first year there that, Hey, they're going to draft somebody, move on. They stuck with him. He is, he, he joined. Yeah, absolutely. He joined some and Ben Johnson, but um, he joined some elite company in the sense of the list of quarterbacks that have taken two uh, franchises to a championship game this century. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Brett Favre, Kurt Warner, and now Jared Goff. So credit to Jared Goff because he has been playing good, good football. Um, and credit to the Lions and for Dan Campbell not changing his mentality or approach when it comes to even you know winner go home type of games because you know to sit there and fourth down, hey we're. We're not going to do anything fancy or tricky at this moment. We're going to run a dive right at Vita Vea, the I, I biggest defense alignment on there. You know what? I love it. You know, I, I set up for the thing that doesn't get enough attention about the Lions is how good that offensive line is that they built there. Mm-hmm. And, Heck, and they had a starter go too. down. Starter went down. Yeah. 
Center's banged up, and you know what? They got the job done this week. So I like that gritty win from, uh, and that's a fitting word, gritty win, because yeah. you know Dan Campbell is all about grit. So that was my takeaway. I I I love I love watching the Lions mainly because I just like the Dan Campbell persona. Can Can I also real quick just to kind of recycle things, point it through is with Dan Campbell is when Dan Campbell was hired, he was actually hired on a six year contract initially which, you know, is often said is kind of unusual for a new coach to come in like that. Um, Kyle Shanahan was another coach that they did that with at San Fran when he was initially hired. And then this uh, Dave Canales with the Panthers was just hired to a six-year deal, which I think it was Schefter that pointed out is that usually that happens when the team's trying to establish something and saying, listen, we believe in you. Uh, we know it's going to be rebuilding for quite some time. Uh, and if you take that into consideration with the Panthers and who they hired and look at what Shanahan did with San Fran and what Dan Campbell's done with Detroit, maybe it's a good move, you know? So I'll believe it in Carolina when that happens. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I know. But no, I, I agree with that. I mean, Lions, I actually think that game, the score doesn't really reflect as much as much as Detroit dominated that game. Uh <clears throat> Buccaneers had a couple couple breaks here and there near the end, but I think I think the Lions through and through really dominated that game. So, Trey, anything on the Lions Bucks? Um, yeah, I think uh, Bucks kept it close, kept it tight, but uh, I think the Lions and their I think the, honestly that stadium is really tough to play. Um, that home crowd atmosphere. They had, I know they haven't had a home playoff game two in a row since 1970. They haven't had a home playoff game since like 1995, 98 or something. Um, yeah, I, I, ultimately I think Dan Campbell does have that team like in a good spot. Um, and I thought the game was a lot closer than what it should have been. That's those are my only thoughts to be honest with you. Last one here, Chiefs, Chiefs and Bills. We'll do, again, quick recap. I know this was kind of like the game of the week, you know, in a lot of people's eyes, but, whoo. Are you just, like, are you, is it just me, or is it, like, I understand. If you're going to listen about recap, most people probably want to hear this game's recap, but I'm just, like, so frustrated with the game that, like, I don't like talking about it. I think most people are sick of it, too. I'm, it's, it is, like, it, it feels like Groundhog Steph Day? Curry... Steph Curry and the Warriors, like, you see so much and hear so much of Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and freaking Taylor Swift that it's almost like, can we just, like, get a, get a, get new teams in here because I'm sick of it. I, I hate the Chiefs. I'm a Raiders fan. I, you know, and I... I, I like Andy Reid, and, and I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and say, oh, they're not that. They're good. They're elite. They're the best. You know, they're consistent. They're right now the modern day dynasty. But God damn it, Josh Allen! Like, ah, <laughs> oh, God damn it, he is had. It, is it you just know, him I know though? The, I know. I know the kick was missed, Ty, but dude, that wide open in the end zone. I know there's a little pressure there, but also the underneath routes to. Stefan Diggs, he might have ran in for the end zone. What about the one that Stefan Diggs let go right through his hands? Absolutely, that was yarder. all on Diggs. That's all on Diggs. <laughs> like, but I'm just, I'm just, fr I, I leave. This is my analysis of that game. I'm frustrated, and I don't, I don't know where after this season, where does? I mean, my question to you guys would be, you know, think like, just put on your your 
2024 season fantasy football draft hats, where does Josh Allen rank in quarterback position right now? Like, he's definitely not top three, correct? After how many interceptions? Like, Yeah, I mean, that's tough. I mean, fantasy football, I don't know. Fantasy football wise is tough because you also got to look at his rushing yards too. I know. I'm just. I'm just saying. I. I'm leaving with it's like. Josh. Josh Allen is a freak of freak of nature talent. Love. I. I love Josh Allen. But I'm just. I leave there just like man. Like you literally like as good as you're gonna be in the regular season, and win your division. You're just. You're not gonna be Patrick Mahomes in the, in in the playoffs. I should say, or a big game in the playoffs. Because here's, can I just leave out the person that everyone's leaving out is the guy that would be both of them, Mahomes and Allen, was injured for the season. That's Joe Burrow. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. Yep. Well, and and Kelsey, Kelsey hadn't had how many touchdowns or even you know a touchdown in how many games in a row, and has two touchdowns this game. You know what I mean? Yep. It's, it's it's. Yeah, I don't know. It's like all of a sudden the playoffs Chiefs are a completely different team. I, I am glad to see that the Chiefs aren't doing all the rah-rah bullshit that they used to do. Like, oh, let's do a little ring around the rosy bullshit play. Like, no, you're actually, you know, 10 and six, 10 and 7 this year, so let's play football and let's not be cute. So I, w- I did appreciate that, but, uh, <clears throat> I don't, yeah, we'll get into, you know, picks and stuff in a little bit, but. I, Trent, to comment on that game, I, I mean, the, the Bills-Chiefs matchup is awesome. Right? Like, can we all agree that I'd be okay with that being the AFC championship for the next 10 years because yeah. it's always an entertaining game. It's always within usually one point scored. Um, not the outcome I wanted because I really wanted to see Josh Allen and the Bills there. Um, and, you know, I, I feel for Bills fans with, the, with that field goal kicker just not coming through in the clutch time. So, uh, ultimately, a great game. I think that the NFL loves the outcome. Because now they get to display their favorite non-NFL player in the world for the next week, at least. Yep. Um, but no, think, I, 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 think of the money of a Super Bowl media buildup mm. with Taylor Swift. Think it's of funny. the money. Interesting, because all of a sudden there's a referee change for this game too. Boom. After that, drop the mic, Trey. So I mean, you get you guys can say you want. There's not a script. The NFL and the ESPN flaunts this joke uh, or a sarcastic joke of, oh, well, the script says this. Uh, make it, let's make a commercial about it. Uh, well, you know, it's not a coincidence. There's no such thing as this many coincidences. So that's all I'm going to say. Nope, not at all. Uh, allegedly. Should I throw that in there, guys? No. <laughs> allegedly. Yeah, <laughs> no, not really, because here you go. Uh, quick statistic. With all other referees, Home team wins an average of 55.9% of the games. Uh, the referee and his staff that are actually going to be currently refereeing the Chiefs-Ravens game, the home win rates drop to an average of 40.8%. So that means your away team is the Chiefs this week. Just put that on your radars. With the, with the referee change. Tyler, can you give us his personal email, home what's address? His, what's, his, what's his home address? How many kids does he have? <laughs> so, sh- no, it's, <laughs> no, it's, it's Sean Smith and his staff. So that's uh, let me give a shout out real quick to at NFL Dov Kleiman. So 
we want to put those stats out there. But appreciate that. So interesting. You know, stuff, I, I hate I hate to like have to actually consider the referee staff when it comes to like capping a game or or analyzing a game, but it's come to that point. You you have to. It truly has. You have to. It, it, and that sucks because it's just another variable. Yep. <laughs> Trey. Trade, you just wait. ESPN Bet is going to do what we talked about earlier this year. They're going to put lines on flags thrown in a game. You watch. It's coming. If that happens, then I (laughs) – it's almost not worth sports betting. I don't know. Let's not get silly, Trey. All right. Hey, you guys ready for – oh, did you hear that? Championship weekend. I guess we are. All right, let's get into it because we got two big games this weekend that are going to lead us into the Super Bowl. Uh, we have the Chiefs and the Ravens going to be the first game at three o'clock. Um, let's let's jump into that one right away. Thoughts, input, uh, feelings, and then who's your winner? Um, thoughts for me initially are that the AFC Championship was going to be an amazing matchup, no matter if it was the Bills or the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm extremely looking forward to this game. Um, I'm, I'm, it's it's going to be interesting to see. I know Lamar Jackson already made the comment. He, hate, he hates that it's like playing against Patrick Mahomes. and I, I didn't like that, hearing that from him, because it's like, you know, you live to compete, and your, your team is the number one seed, and you guys look so great. Like, don't even – I wouldn't even answer the question, to be honest mm-hmm. with you, because <laughs> Next. it just puts doubt <laughs> – yeah, puts down your players' minds. It puts doubt and – Maybe not your own mind, but just people that have a lot of faith in you. And any doubt is not a good thing when it comes to, to these types of games. Um, on the on the flip side, death taxes and the Kansas City Chiefs and the AFC Championship, right? Like those are three guaranteed things in life. It seems like the past decade. So um, Patrick Mahomes, since becoming the starter, has played in every single AFC Championship game, and he's been successful in it. So. Um, it's hard to bet against the Chiefs getting three and a half points, especially when you got Mahomes, Kelsey still there, and everything. Um, DraftKings actually has this at four, so if you want to go take that at real quick, wow, and that, that's <laughs> that's crazy. Insane, yeah, but um, when it comes down to it, though, the the Ravens look like a like a, a different monster of a team, right? The Chiefs are looking like you know they're still really really good, but they aren't the Kansas City Chiefs of the past. Whereas the Ravens look like a team that really came into their own, and they look like a like a beast of a of a full roster. So um, ultimately, I know we keep it's like beating a dead horse, but it all comes down to my eyes, Lamar Jackson. Um, sounds like uh, what's his name, Andrews, Mark Andrews is coming back this week, hopefully. Um, which he says is his bread and butter, his lifeline. So it's a huge weapon. Um, but Isaiah I, Isaiah likely stepped into like a huge role. And, that, and that's just an added bonus in my eyes. Which, which is crazy. You know, it's like, yeah. think about that. Like, you're getting Andrews back, who's your number one guy, one of your and number one guys. And likely's playing just and, as well. And likely's <laughs> been, like, I, arguably, arguably possibly better. Right. <laughs> you know? So, um, I wish, I honestly wish this was the night game. Uh, because I think it's going to be the more entertaining, more, uh, more, like, unsure outcome in my eyes. So... Screw that. I am per- I am personally going to take the Chiefs plus four. Um, officiating crew benefit is who, to my advantage. Who wins the game, Trey? Chiefs. Chiefs plus four and Chiefs win the game. Yes. All right. Cool. Trent. 
Um, I hear I hear some of the points you're making, Trey, but I don't agree with them. Um, I think you're allowed to respect an opponent, but showing respect to an opponent doesn't mean that you're necessarily fearing your opponent. Um, if you come out and say, you know, if Lamar comes out and says, I don't care who we're playing, <laughs> yeah, Chiefs, whatever, put anybody, then it's locker room material, it's billboard material for the Chiefs to say, they don't respect you, they don't fear, you know, so... I see what he was saying. I mean, like you just said, death taxes and the Chiefs in the AFC Championship. So, yeah, it's probably the last team anybody wants to see still around because they have the experience. They've been in it for the past six, seven years. Exactly. Um, so I don't, I don't disagree with what Lamar said. I don't think that was a, a, a an issue at all. I think it was smart of him. I thought it was mature of him. Um, where I am going to point a difference out and i think trey you were starting to allude to it with mark andrews and even the one that i think is even more important the ravens get back is marlon humphrey probably their best cornerback um i think there's a chance that both of them play and that in itself uh this is going to be um the first team in the playoffs that might be considered healthy that the chiefs are playing uh, the Dolphins were completely depleted of their their pass rushers, which, as everybody knows, you have to get you have to get a rush on Patrick Mahomes, right? You have to. Um, you got to be able to take away the run. Um, so I think that's going to be the major difference. I'm not putting it on Lamar because I actually think what's going to happen is it's going to come down to can the Ravens' defense continue to play like they've been playing, which is dominant defense uh, for four quarters. So um, I'm, I'm all on Ravens. Now I'm taking, because I'm on the Ravens, I took the minus three and a half uh, for the Ravens. And I am taking Ravens absolutely to win. So Trey, if, if it's <clears throat> death taxes and Kansas City Chiefs, I would love to bet a beverage. Oh, I, need to break, I was waiting for it, baby. Let's go. I need, to, I need to break a little losing streak that I'm on right now. So you think the Ravens win? I really do. I, I, I actually, I, I do. I, I would take Ravens. If we're going to win straight up, you said the Chiefs will win. I say the Ravens win. Let's go. Give Money me, line. Just it. give me three points. Not three and a half, not four. Just give me three points for the Chiefs. Ooh. And a push, is, a push is a push? Push is a push. Push is a push. You guys just lock arms and chug a beer together. But you just you just said you're you're betting Chiefs money line. So and you just said you were okay, betting I, Ravens money line. Yeah, that's my point. But are you betting Ravens? I, I like. Now? I'm going Ravens money line, so that's why I'm I'm saying like. Just give me three. Then. If you actually He's think the Chiefs the are going to win, I want to go. I want to go straight up. Well, like you what, just said. What spread? What spread would you take then? Give me, I'll go two and a half. I'd take that too. Okay, all right, deal. Ravens minus two and a half. Two and a half. All right, I got plus. I got plus two and a half. All right, put it you on the board. You got Chiefs plus two and a half. Yep. Right, you, and a half. you really think they're not going to let the Taylor Swift Super Bowl appearances be a thing, Trent? I, I am. You know what I'm more worried about? Why? Why'd they switch the refing crew? Do you want? Do you want to know why I'm? What I'm more worried about? The Super Bowl logo. God damn it! Yes. 
like what the hell is this bullshit like have they literally bullshit. is it bullshit they, they just, are they flaunting it Trent? that's what i mean like that's bullshit if they've been doing this like that is going to make me question a, a whole lot even more i mean we already do question well, why it, would but, you question it yeah. though Trent? like it's purple Tyler, that's the point like so it like, should be in your favor. Yeah, I'm saying it's your, I, it's in your favor. I know that, but I'm just saying, like that's what that oh, okay. I, I'm just saying. If it if it works out again, this many years in a row now, it's three years in a row. That's yeah. So every it's been rigged now since since really uh, sports gambling has signed deals with with all the leagues. So, yep. but let's keep going, Todd. Go your picks. I'll be quick. Um, I'm actually going to go. <clears throat> I'm going Chiefs, man. Uh, if I, especially if I can get Chiefs plus four. I'm also going Chiefs money line. Um, get in on it. Uh, two and a half. Let's go. Uh, what are we getting, Trey? Two and a half. Two and a half. All right. I'll ride with Trey. All right. I'm going two and a half. I'm doing it. Hate it. I didn't want to do it because I, I, hate, it. I hate the game, but um, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I, I I've been on the, I, my initial pick from the beginning of the season was the Chiefs big, making the Super Bowl. I don't think they're the Chiefs of the past, but I also think that they are still experienced in terms of playoff play. Guys are getting hot at the right time. It is what it is. I think you know Ravens might choke a little bit, so I don't know. We'll see, but. I'm going Chiefs. I was getting so wrong on the Ravens this year. That's why I'm happy. Why are you happy? I'm due. Because you've been so wrong on the Ravens. You're such a closet Ravens fan because your wife is, and it's you're not even a Raiders fan anymore. I, I think it's a, a false statement, but Who sorry for being a so, sorry for. Being a supportive husband to my pregnant wife. Mm -hmm. All right, let's move into the last one. Uh, obviously, my big game. Uh, we got the Lions 49ers, 6.30 at night. Uh, right now, honestly, two of the books, ESPN and FanDuel, have the Lions at 7. Plus 7, I'm sorry. And DraftKings actually has them at plus 7.5 right now. So, kind of interesting. San Fran, I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you. San Fran is not a team to cover the spread. Right. So just keep that in mind. That was actually even on ESPN tonight on Sports Center and stuff. So, San Fran wanna, is not I a wanna, team to cover the spread. I'll right. start. Um, San Fran's time to lose was last week, unfortunately. Um, I think this seven and a half point spread. It actually seems a little trappy to me. Because everyone's like, oh, right, like, Lions, 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 over a touchdown, over a touchdown. Um, I think the 49ers win this game by the over two scores. Ooh. So, not, yeah. right, right off the bat, I'm, in, Tyler, I'm not reverse jinxing you. I'm not trying to do that at all. Right yeah. off the bat, I'm going to go um, go to the Packers 49ers game. minus seven or minus seven and a half. You take both? Think, yeah, I, t I would take either one. Um I don't think – I mean, it's not going to rain this weekend, so Brock Purdy can actually grip the ball with his tiny hands. Um, so I think that's a huge benefit to the 49ers. And 
Um, I think that they will be able to make up some plays to game plan, maybe with or without Debo to use him as a decoy um, also. So um, I think the 49ers run away with it. And another little little fact to throw out there is that the last 20 quarterbacks to ever lose their Super Bowl debut, 18 of them have never, ever made it back to the Super Bowl. Um, the two that did were um, Jim Kelly for the Bills and John Elway from the Broncos. Hmm. So Jared Goff lost with the uh, Rams to the Patriots in his debut. So I don't think he's getting back there. Um, That's the, a good statistic. The latest two yeah, is. to never oh, wow. to, the latest two to lose their Super Bowl debuts, guys. Jalen Hurts and Joe Burrow. Hmm. So uh, yeah. We'll see. We'll see how that pans out in the future. But between the two of them, between the two of them, who do you think get, has a better chance of getting back? Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Okay. Yeah, me Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts will be lucky to be a starting quarterback for five more years. Shoot. Trey, stop. Trey, stop taking shots at Brock's hands. Have you ever met an arrogant farmer? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That was literally a quote from Tyler earlier in the episode. <laughs> I, I mean, for real, though. Like, yeah, seriously. I'll tell you who that that old McDonald. He has a whole song about himself. What <laughs> yeah. the hell? He's arrogant yeah. as hell. Yeah, 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 mother, mother. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. I here's where I see this happening is seven and a half for to to. That's that's such a big number in such an important game. You really hope uh, it is close. Like I, I want a game. Like I want a I want a good game, very similar to like the Packers Niners. Very probably not Tyler. Or, but uh, no. very similar, very similar to like the the Bills Chiefs games. Like I want, I want the whole back to back games where I'm like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. But uh, my thought is, once they officially announce Debo is playing, I actually think this line is going to go anywhere. I, I think it's going to go eight, eight and a half. My God, I really do. I I don't think they can go ten. It, I really don't think they can go maybe, 10, maybe nine because Debo is going to play. Well, what's crazy is if they do go nine, that's basically Debo, them Debo's, putting Debo's putting practicing and not doing full all contact. This to be, to, it's to be a decoy. I'm telling you right now. Uh, I don't. If Debo's on the field. You're not going to use him as you're going to you're going to use him as a playmaker. I, I I, I'll tell you what. I I'm, I'm actually very disappointed with that. I mean, I understand injuries happen, but to say that it wasn't a break at all. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, this is, like, Trey, you said, you just named some statistics on how hard it is to get to this Super Bowl. It's like, shit, man. Like, come on. Like, you can't, you couldn't go back out there with the pads on and do that. But anyway, yeah, you look, you look I, I am going to wait. I'm going to, I'm holding off on placing a wager on this. I hope Debo, like, comes to your house, Trey, and just beats your ass. Who, me? No, Trey. Oh, I called him out. I thought I I thought he needs to toughen up and play. Well, he, well, he definitely but. wouldn't be playing in the Super Bowl because I press charges right away. Yeah. <laughs> Not Tyler. Do you realize he said he wouldn't? He wouldn't put up a fight. fight. He back. would just press charges. <laughs> I press charges right away. Well, yeah. I mean, what do you think I'm going to beat up Debo Samuel? Come on. No, Trey. he's going to like cower like a little little baby. Yeah, come on. Yeah, You're a dad now, Debo. You can do you it. Just came in my house nine one one. Arrest him, right. man. Anyway, uh, I'm waiting because. I think you're going to get better. I think you're going to get more points or at least an additional half a point at the very least. 
uh, once it once we find out that Debo's playing. But um, I, I I do I think it's I think it's what everybody I don't know if it's what everybody wants to see, but I think it's what everybody's expecting to see. The two best teams in the NFL play against each other, which is the 49ers. 49ers and the uh, the Ravens. Um, however, I, I I don't know. I, the reason I'm favoring on taking the Lions with seven and a half is they're just they're relentless, man. Like they're 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 good. Their strength is stopping the run. Right. Jay Goff makes like that, mistakes. I, I, Tyler, I'm not with I'm pressure. not disagreeing with you, but Especially but what outside. I will Tyler, yeah, what I will say for exactly you so. though. They're not playing what I will zone. say for you, with how much money you guys pay your defensive line, right? Your defensive line is – that is a – it's Chase Young. Please, please don't bring up Zach. Don't bring up Zach. Chase Young. It's a super Listen, team. It's a super team. Chase Young, Hargrave, uh, Bosa. Who's the, who's the other guy? So for as much as those guys, they need to dominate the game. If they don't, do- and you know what, I don't think it's it's an easy way to dominate because I know a lot of you you're thinking, oh, they'll get so much pressure on Jared Goff that you know, I don't know, man. That offensive line in Detroit is tough, so I like I like the Lions to cover. I think the Lions are going to convert on two or seven, three, seven or seven and a half, seven and a half. Um, I I'm waiting because I want I think the Lions going to move till eight eight and a half, but um. I think the Lions, you know, since Dan Campbell's been there, they have gone for it the majority or the most in the NFL on fourth down, uh, lead the league in fourth down conversion, and they also have the highest rate of conversion at over 52%. So Niners are going to have to play four downs of football to get them, get them off the field. Who wins, Trent? Niners. <clears throat> All right. Lions cover. Niners win. Yeah. Late score, late garbage time score for the Lions to cover. Backdoor. Yeah. Uh, Niners cover, Niners win is my pick. I think San Fran wins by 10 or more. I kind of agree with Trey's pick. Um, I think Debo plays. I think McCaffrey has two touchdowns. I think Ayuk has, two, has a touchdown. I think Kittle has a touchdown. So I think San Fran actually scores over 30. So that's my thought. Uh, I was actually more nervous <clears throat> last week against the Packers than I was this week against the Lions. Now I'm saying that on you know Friday as we're you know putting this out there, but um, Sunday I'll be nervous as shit. <laughs> yeah, so you, also, you also didn't you also didn't disclose that last week at all. No, I know, I know, because I, I don't get nervous until the game day. You know what I mean? Like mm. I feel pretty confident, and all of a sudden game day I'm like nervous as fuck. So, so when, when the Packers converted that two-point conversion, Tyler, did you think the game is over? Actually, I'm sorry. When Aaron Jones ran that 60-yard run from our own 10. Did I think the game was over? Like, what, what were you thinking? Like, was, was Owen crying? Were you upset? So, so here's what I'll say is I, I left and went home and changed outfits uh, in the third <laughs> quarter. No, Trey, this is not a joke. I, I swear to God. All right. I went home and changed outfits when San Fran went on a three and out to start the third quarter. I went home, changed my pants, changed my shirt. And when I put the shirt on, this is not, I swear to God, I put the shirt on 
and I got a notification that Dre Greenlaw just intercepted Jordan Love. Not saying I affected it. Not what saying that. What shirt did you put on? I'm not. It doesn't matter. I'm not telling you right now. Well, tell me what it was. Why would I tell you? Why would I tell you right now? Well, I'll I'll figure it out. Yeah, you're gonna try like burn it. That's stupid. Trey, I was there with him. You, Trent, you, so you, you saw me do it. What was yeah, it, Trent? He, did, he literally left mom and dad's house. How, 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 was, uh, how, was, uh, how was my nephew acting? Very very calm, actually. I was very surprised. He's a good sport. He was a good sport. Trey, I'll say this. Every time that you call me right now and we talk on the phone, he goes, make sure you say good game. Trey, I'm I'm not kidding you. He's he's like, make sure you say good game. I'm like, Trey, I'm, I'm like, Owen, I'm not gonna well, say anything. Is he about saying you. it as sincerely, or is he saying it like sincerely? Uh, because <laughs> Trey, we we had a very serious conversation that day of the game. There's no it does, way he means it. There's no way he means it sincerely. <laughs> it does sound kind of smug. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, hey, Dad. Because make Tyler, sure, uh, you, make sure you tell you know, Uncle Trey good game. Tyler, I've, I've had very few instances where you crap talk me the point where i'm mad but your son he, he's the one that he's the one that is relentless and it's like dude you better you gotta watch yourself like he's seven i know i know and that's why i feel bad because whenever i give it back and he gets upset i'm like all right well now i'm being mean to a seven-year-old but he, yeah big, he bull, big bully, skin, big bully like, uncle trey oh come on now so what he's like hey is, is big bully uncle trey gonna say anything <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Trent, what shirt was it that he wore in the second half? Trent, don't tell him. Shut up. Trent, I swear to God. Just what shirt was it? Why Trent? do you want to know? Pretty Why do you want to know? Like, stop being so weird. Can I, like, that's so I, I only remember. I, I think I do remember what it was, but I, I'm not. I, I don't want to get involved in this. Sorry. Uh, so okay. All right. Cool. Stop being what? creepy, Trent. <laughs> I know what shirt he took off. What shirt did he take off? Debo Samuel. Debo. I can tell that jersey? one. Debo. The jersey? No. No, it was face face shirt. But okay. So what, what did yeah. he put back on then? Don't matter. It just makes me mad because you guys are so fucking lucky. I dude, I okay. hate that you're asking this though, because <laughs> it's so, so stupid. It's it's like you're it's you're like, like you're like a witch. Tired. Well, maybe. I don't know. You're, no, you're like I'm a you're like a what? What do you mean, like, maybe I'm a witch? Like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It makes me so mad that we won that fucking game. You didn't win the game. You lost. You lost the game. You lost the game, Trey. Because Brock Purdy came down, dropped his hammer on you. Oh, boy. His hammer Brock on you and just (laughs) drove it down, and we won the fucking game. Did you throw it down? or? I think, I think he threw it more sideways than down, if anything. Well, whatever. So, sideways, all right. sideways hammer. I don't know what the fuck well, that no, is. But here we go. Here we go. So listen, hey, listen. Screen passes and outs. That's easy to do if you have a superstar team. So watch hey, out. put me out there. I would have had a better game than Brock Purdy. Tiny I'll, hands, I'll, Mr. I can't play in the rain. I'll send you the videos. I'll send you the videos. Okay, you send me videos, Tyler. Send me videos of a shitty ass game that he played. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, fight nice, guys. Fight nice. Well, everyone. All right. Well, hey, listen. 
<laughs> next week. All right, obviously championship weekend. <laughs> Whew. Happy championship weekend. <laughs> um, yeah. So listen, next week we are getting into a buffer episode with some college basketball stuff. All right, so we're going to hit basketball hard because we got a whole week and a half until the Super Bowl. So we're going to get into the college basketball next week, and we're bringing on a special guest, Fast Breaks. All right, so be prepared. Fast Breaks are ready to go. Uh, we're going to have Fast Breaks on as a guest. Um, it's going to be all college basketball episode. Yeah, we might touch on a little bit of things with Super Bowl. But. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what, he's, he's been a – He's been a gambling Twitter staple for for years, so it's it's good to have him on. He enjoys college basketball just as much as we do, from my understanding. So loyal, loyal, and supportive. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, it's gonna be awesome. So fast breaks next week. Guest on for college basketball episode, and then we will have a special Super Bowl episode the following week. Then, so that's something to look forward to. Uh, Appreciate everybody listening. Trent and Trey, appreciate you guys. Hey, have a good one, fellas. See ya.